Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Show Me Show podcast for episode 78, Big 78. Um, and today we've got some of the NFL rundown. Uh, we got as much done as we could um, for this week. And then uh, whatever games are left out of the rundown, we will just uh, review uh, briefly. And then we have our fantasy corner as well. We'll talk about next week's games and predict those. And a couple other ins and outs just throughout the show. So uh, let's go ahead and get into the week five rundown. We start in our nation's capital for Thursday night football, where the Commander Bidens look to take a bite out of the Bears and get back to their winning ways after a close defeat last weekend. But Chicago bared down early as Captain Bustin Fields found Lieutenant Deniston Moore early and often, which left some fantasy owners, including Colonel William Cutlight, Cutright Lingo, wishing they could go AWOL. But the Howaband didn't go quietly into the night as Uncle Sam threw for 388 yards, which led all quarterbacks in airstrike yards this week. But the comeback was halted as Lieutenant Denniston pushed forward towards the end zone once more late in this one to take the capital. Duh, Bears win their first game of the year, 40-20. to 20. And someone passed the remote as we flip over to the English Channel where the Jaguars played their second straight London game as they took on the Bills. And while we weren't in Andy's room for this matchup, Trevor Lawrence got to play with all his toys all day long, throwing for 30, wow, not 30, 300 yards, not to mention Travis Etienne running for 136 yards and two touchdowns on an extremely fast Tottenham turf. And while down, the Bills were never out of this one, as Josh said, hey, I want to play with my toys too, as he found, can you Stefan dig it for a 15-yard touchdown? And while the running game never got going for the Bills, in a last-ditch effort, Josh Tonka Truck Allen barreled his way into the end zone to get the Bills within five. Well, that's where the fun ended as Father Time said it was time to clean up and the Jags were able to hold on 25-20. to 20. Back in the home of the Brave, we head down to Hotlanta where Arthur Will Smith looked to slap around the Texans. But the Stroud boys weren't joking around as they were able to punch out the Chris Rocks three times, recovering two of them. C.J. Stroud once again started to show his luster after a slow day, finding Dalton Schultz for the go-ahead game-winning touchdown. But Luke, too much time was left on the clock for Patrick Mahomes. I mean Desmond Shitter. Wait, Desmond Shitter? The Falcons clawed their way down the field quickly and got young Hoku lined up for a chip shot 37-yard field goal. As he said, keep my football team out your damn mouth as he drilled the kick and the Falcons win this one at home 21-19. to And there's one of the young Waku game-winning field goal Games of the year, we got one left. But now we head up to Motor City, where Ford Field played host to the first cat fight of the year as the Lions played host to the Panthers. But this game was anything but a big cat fight. Instead, it was Dan Campbell and his squad playing cat and mouse with the winless and very defeated Carolina squad all day long. Big play Hutch came in clutch early on, early and often on Sunday, picking off Bryce Minnie Mouse Young. And throwing him to the ground all afternoon long. And while the Lions offense played wounded, Jared Goff was still able to throw three touchdowns, two of them to the rising star, Sam Laporta. Laporta potty. David Montgomery also had the second installment of the run in this week, 
in this one, rushing for over 100 yards once again. But maybe most importantly, we got ourselves a palindrome score in this one. The Lions remain red hot and win 42-24. to We head to the big oil in Indy where Jim Ursay made sure the roof was open on this beautiful Sunday afternoon for a battle against Vrabel's tits. This was a classic AFC South matchup where both teams tried to field goal each other to death, combining for six. But death wasn't designated to just field goals, as AR-15 continues to do damage every week, particularly to himself, as he has yet to complete a full NFL game without injury. But you know who loves AR-15s that do damage? Pro-American alpha male Gardner Minshew, as he helped lead a Moss attack, as Zach ran all over the Titans' D. D-Hop finally comes alive in this game, but it wasn't enough for combat, the power of the open roof. Colts win, 23-16. We head down to South Beach, where that Miami speed was on display against the lowly Giants. Davon was as fast as A-Train, rumbling and bumbling all over the Giants' D. While he hasn't come out much this year, Pua makes an appearance in the red zone. Throwing a 102-yard pick six to keep the G-men in the game. But that was unfortunately the only touchdown that they would score the entire day as Daniel was not on his Jones today. And that big contract is looking worse and worse by the day. Dolphins, Dolphins hold on and win 31 to 16, move to four and one. Yeah, Cam, that's how my brain is fried that much that it was <laughs> Daniel wasn't on his Jones today. That's all I could come up with. I, uh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> my brain is cooked. Yeah, I, I could kind of tell a little bit in there. That's okay. We're gonna we're gonna recap some of the other games. That's all that we got through in the rundown. Um, those were all some interesting games, though. Um, so I think because we lost, Packers lost on Monday night, uh, which we'll get to that later. I think we went eight and six, which is not ideal. Um, we kind of got screwed over. Right from the get-go, Dick Buttkiss died, um, yeah. which instantly became a Bears, you know, nuclear whale missile play if you're a betting man because, I mean, that's a dead Hall of Famer game. And they it was. They dominated the, the commanders. Um, so that was a tough way to get off on the wrong foot. Um, and then Luke also pointed this out, and I just didn't listen to him. You know, he just said, you know, the Jaguars, it's pretty much their home field in London, and he was right. And he also brought up that nine to six victory against the Bills all those years ago um, that the Jags had over the Bills, who were dominant back then as well. And I, I just disregarded it, and it, it bit us as the Jags also beat the Bills. So we kind of started off pretty slow. Also, this is the game I almost vetoed, and I definitely should have in hindsight. But the Falcons won. Yeah, we I called this too. We were due for a young way like. I said, what, 18 to 17 game-winning field mm-hmm. goal. Young way yeah. who goes out and kicks it. We're due for at least two and maybe even three a year. And it's already week five, and we hadn't experienced one yet. So this this felt like it. And sure enough, <laughs> here it is. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. It's one of the most sicko things in NFL that it just stays consistent year in and year out. So Yeah. And uh, I disregarded that as well. And – I will say that I won't beat myself up over that too much because you've said that every single week, I think, except week one, that we're due for a young way. And you're right. We were due. 
But like, it's hard to say that every single I, week. I think that's wrong. I think I said it week one, and I don't think I said it since. That's not true. You definitely said it two weeks ago for sure. Okay, but yeah, oh, got um, it. I'm satisfied now. Well, except we didn't call it. That's the bad part. But uh, <laughs> um, we're gonna get to some of these other games here as well. Um, yeah, the Giants they they blow really bad. They can't score at all, um, and I, that's. That's really all there is to it. They, I mean, their defense kind of keeps them in games. It's hard to keep yourself in the game against the Dolphins, though, who is such a dynamic offense, um, who surpassed the greatest show on turf in terms of total yards through five weeks. Um, and McDaniel had a funny comment about that in the presser. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you don't score, you don't really have a shot. Um, after that game, it was New Orleans at New England. We did, we did get this one right. Um, I didn't know we were going to be this right. Uh, the worst Is this the worst loss, or was last week the worst loss in Bill Belichick history? Either way, he had never lost by this many points at home. I think it was – did they get shut out? I think it was 34 nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, 34 nothing. Yeah. And uh, last week they lost 38-3. So if yeah. you combine that, that's 69 points in two weeks that they were outscored by. Um, that doesn't happen in the NFL, and it doesn't happen to Bill Belichick, of all people. Um Mm-hmm. I keep seeing the memes around that uh, we finally live to see the day that the Patriots became a poverty franchise again, which, I mean, unless you're 30 years old, maybe 28 years old or older or younger, 28 and younger have not seen the Patriots be bad ever mm-hmm. in our entire lifetime. And so it's it's kind of just, you know, a little it's, – it's nice seeing that happen. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Yeah. I don't feel bad at all. Yeah. That's – it's true. Um, I mean, because even, even before Tom Brady, they were still pretty good. Um, I think they made it to the Super Bowl a few uh, – once or twice in the 90s. So, I mean, it's not like they were a deadbeat franchise. And, oh, my gosh, they had the greatest run in NFL history. So, um, but, yeah, they're, they're really bad. Mac is really bad. They said they're not making a quarterback change this week. I don't really blame him. I don't. I think if I think Mac's probably the best guy on the team. It's just, but they don't have any guys really. Um, they, they have no one. Yeah, I think defense. They had a few guys, but they're dead. Their, their main guys got injured last yeah. week, so they're just. I mean, no matter I, how good of a coach Bill Belichick is, this roster is ass, and uh, they're not competing for anything this year. Other than no. Caleb Williams, maybe they're not, and that's what that's what I was just about to get to. I think. I think this past week was, all right, we're in it to win it now with Caleb. We <laughs> might as well be. What else are you in it to win it for this year? Not the big bull. So, I mean, you're not even close to going to be able to fight for the division. I mean, Dolphins and uh, Bills, they're not going to let let that many games slip. So, no. and I think uh, you might as well. How how bad would that be if Caleb Williams ended up on the Patriots? That would just be disgusting. I would but it would that. look sick. Oh, he wouldn't. He would be a really good quarterback, too, I would imagine. But yeah. It would be unfair. But, yeah. They don't really deserve that, if you ask me. But no, um, Definitely not. Yeah. Um, next game was... Don't get me wrong. I just watched Red Zone uh, for the games this past weekend. 
And this one was not on red zone hardly at all until about the end. Um, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. We picked Baltimore. Pittsburgh wins 17 to 10. There was about a million and one different opportunities for the Ravens to seal the deal with this one. And they just never did in just typical AFC North fashion, throw out the record books when these two get together, you know, all that. Um, but, I mean, Luke, we say it just about every week. The Steelers need a defensive or special teams touchdown to give their team any type of chance. And it was, what, 10-5, to five, I want to say, at one point. So they got a safety in the field goal. Um and then eventually it was, I want to say, 10 to 8, I want to say. I can't exactly remember, but it was just disgusting. You know, something that you might see in the Mac on a Tuesday in November. Yeah, but I think um, I, I saw something that was, uh, it, oh, 10 to 17 is the final score. Surely this is just two touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah. Surely that's how they got 17. But no, they got it in the most Pittsburgh Steelers 2023 way if possible. Yeah. Um, which is carried by their defense. And that one play, I don't I'm sure you saw it, um, where Kenny audibled the play and he hit Pickham Pickens. God, I cannot speak at all today. He hit Pickens for the touchdown and Matt Canada's just up in the booth, just emotionless. Um and people are saying it's because it wasn't his call. Kenny audibled the call. Um that was audible, gonna lead to a yeah. negative one yard rush. Yeah. Uh it's just funny. It's yeah, that was we a good, that that was that a good meme. Week, but it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I will say this, once the defense, uh, or once we got that touchdown, um, the team did kind of wake up a little bit. Um, and, you know, once you wake up, you play Renegade, um, you know, shit starts happening in Pittsburgh. And uh, they, 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 they were able to come back when they were dead. I mean, they were dead to rights. Um I don't know what to say, though. I mean, it's not – this isn't really a helpful win, you know, Luke? I mean, you're not really gaining anything. Uh, the division's wide open. When last Either week – we, That's what you gain. We did. I mean, because we, we saw that the, last week, me and you were like, oh, this division is for the taking for the Ravens. I mean, it's theirs to lose, and it still is, if you ask me. But, I mean, technically they're tied. Um, and – uh it shouldn't be. The Steelers are bad. Their offense is abysmal. Um, I don't like watching them play offense. It's funny to watch them play offense because it's that bad. Um, and I don't really want to watch them play offense. It reminds me of a couple years ago when they squeaked into the playoffs to play the Chiefs in the first round. And it's like, I don't even really want to watch that. Um but we had to, and uh, that's how I feel with this offense right now. You know, as a Steelers fan, yeah, I want them to succeed, but I don't know if winning games is really going to – winning games like that, I don't know if that's really going to help us succeed. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Because I, I know it, tanking, it's kind of like Bill Belichick. Tanking's not in Mike Tomlin's blood. And if he had to tank, I think they'd fire him because he hasn't had, like, much success. Um He's had, you know, the 500 record or better thing, but um, he hasn't had much success in recent years, uh, especially since Big Ben started to decline and the AB thing blew up. So I think they would can him. I don't really want to can Mike Tomlin, to be honest, but I can't, honestly, I don't think I'll live to see the day where he gets canned <laughs> by the Steelers. He just, he is, 
Pittsburgh. He is, and that's that's why I I don't want him to go. I I I hate when people try to call him out and try to take him off that uh, that high that high chair that he's in. But um, it seems like that that's where we might head if if we were to tank. Um, obviously you're three and two, you're not really tanking, but I just don't know what the direction of this team is. It's like, it's kind of like what you said. It's, it's kind of like purgatory. You're in this middle ground where even if you squeak into the playoffs, it's, you know how we always say, eh, well, anything can happen once you get into the big dance. You say that with teams that that are somewhat competent. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Steelers are competent. Their defense is good. They have an awesome punter who's fat. They have good special teams for the most part, um, but their offense is abysmal. This is an offensive league right now, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just don't know what – I don't know what to do if, if as a Pittsburgh fan or if you're actually on the – like if you're running the team, you watch that game and think, well, we can figure it out and have a chance. No, I don't <laughs> think we can figure it out at all. I think we're hopeless for this year. Oh, wow. That's weird coming from a first-place team. Uh, it is, but if you but, watch the game... Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. And Pittsburgh didn't win that game. That was... The Ravens lost it. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson probably hit his receivers right in the hands or in the chest um, seven or eight times, and they just dropped it. Um, they were playing ring around the dropsies all day. Um, multiple times in the end zone, and it was just, it was bad. Um, I guess we'll have to see if they can get it back on track, the Ravens. Uh, and then the afternoon slate of games, Philly and the Rams, the return of Cooper Cup, um, and then Philly did their thing. That's that's about it. Yeah. Puka was still good in this game. Had a Call big touchdown. touchdown. Um, so those two can coexist. Um you know, and the Eagles, the Eagles, whatever. They had a really impressive – They it was like two seconds left on the clock on the goal line from the two, and they ran the uh, – what do they call it? The brotherly shove and scored or whatever um, to take the lead before halftime. And we said this was going to be a good game. It was. The Rams didn't score in the second half, though, um, which was not good. Cooper Cup looks like he didn't miss a beat, really. He didn't score, but didn't miss a beat. Um which was also important for them going forward. But the big phenomenon here, Luke, is how did the Rams find two unbelievably good white wide receivers? I just don't – where? How did they pull this off? Cooper Cup, an anomaly. I mean, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame if he just continues to play. And Puka – I mean, he was literally Cooper Cup in the first few weeks for him, and he was still good this week. I don't, I don't know how they can just. I mean, this is like Bill Belichick, but on steroids with finding white wide receivers. I think it's you just have to go into the mountain time and uh, hope you find, you know, just look for the best people in the mountain time. Obviously, Puka came from BYU, which is like one of the whitest universities that there is, and uh, and then Eastern Washington. That's not. I don't know if that's technically Mountain Time, but yeah, it feels like a different. Mountain Time school um, with Cooper Cup. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Mountain Men, I guess that's <laughs> it. Yeah, um, Cincinnati, Arizona. Uh, we picked Arizona in this game. I didn't know. I didn't know Joe Shiesty was gonna 
play through his injury so much that he was going to become uninjured. I didn't think he was going to do that, <laughs> but he did. It's like whenever it's that thing, like you know, when you're hungry, but then you don't eat for a while, so like the stomach stops, and then you're not hungry anymore. That's exactly what it is. He just waited yeah. it out, and now it doesn't yeah. hurt. Yeah, like he played through his injury that was making him play so bad, and it was hurting so bad that it was like, I, all right, there's nothing to hurt anymore. It's I gone. can't feel it anymore. <laughs> and now he just dominated. And Jamar Chase set all kinds of team records. Um, so that guy's a stud. Yeah, it was good to see them back because it's like the I like I like that combo. Even though I'm not, I don't like the Bengals whatsoever. I I don't want those guys to you know, just fall off the face of the planet. It's good for the NFL. So um, nice to see. Wasn't expecting it at all. Um, Josh Jobs kind of reverted back to uh, a pedestrian. I don't even know if you can say pedestrian quarterback. I mean, he was worse than that this week. Um, You know how we always say, well, Geno Smith didn't write back. If if Josh Dobbs was written to, he would have wrote back in this game. I mean, he was that bad. Um, it was not good for him. Um, and he led the Car- Cardinals into all kinds of trouble. James Conner also got hurt, which shout out to me, starting running back on my team, dead. Um, yeah, the life and blood of, of the Arizona Cardinals red zone offense. Yes, exactly. Dead. Um, yeah, but hey, good job, Bengals. You took care of business. You saved your season. They did start off one and four um, with a loss to the Cardinals. There's there's not much hope that you have left at that point. Um, That's kind of just like, well, we'll look towards next year. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shout out to them. The Jets and the Broncos. This was a game that was, I think, supposed to be really hyped going into the year. I don't know if you remember the Sean Payton and Nathaniel Hackett stuff and Aaron Rodgers defending Hackett. And uh, Mike Tomlin even said something about, oh, I want to make sure I watch this game. I don't think he watched this game. I don't. I really don't think he cared, um, as did most of America. This was kind of just the who sucks more bowl, and it's definitely the Broncos. Uh, that's that's about all I have. I, I didn't watch a lick of this game. I just saw well, the final score. Yeah, Jets won. Um, Russell Wilson, he's not good right now, Luke. I think he hasn't been good for a while, Cam. <laughs> I know. I don't. I think it. A game like this, though, he might just be done. But then again, he played all right against the Bears. But god awful, though. You know, they're just playing a string of games against god awful teams. Um, which you got to win against god awful teams if you want to have any shot. So the Broncos are dead. Um, if you ask me as well. Um, Zach Wilson alive improving not freaking out in the pocket as much not tunnel vision on one receiver and he was going from you know he was going through his progression in this game they they, they showed that a lot and uh, he might be might be getting better <laughs> which I would hope yeah so he's looking better every week so maybe those jets are not dead. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're dead yet, no. They just got through their gauntlet part of their schedule, um, which was, I think they started off with the Bills. and Cowboys. Cowboys, Patriots, which 
is a gauntlet team for the Jets and then the Chiefs. So, yeah, they're going to settle yeah, they're, into their, they're alive. their schedule a little bit here, I think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe eat some of these wins. Uh, Kansas City, Minnesota, this is the death of the Vikings. I, they're done, oh. right? They're one and four. They're Jefferson done. on IR, which is I, – I did not expect that. Didn't expect that for uh, A-Chain either. He's on the IR as well. But mm-hmm. uh, Jefferson set to break all these records this year. I mean, due to his tremendously fast start, he's on the IR for at least four games. So It sounds like it might be more too. Yeah, not good. Six. And sucks. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. He's so good. Yeah, and he's a fun player. Um, and the Vikings, I you have to you have to be taking calls for Kirk Cousins at this point, right? I don't know who's calling you for him. I don't know who wants him, but you have to be answering those calls. Last year of his deal, you're one and four. You're getting close to the deadline. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's over. Kind of predicted it. That yeah. It, we're gonna look back on the Vikings Giants playoff game last year and just laugh. Um, and be like, how did these teams make playoffs? That is play against each other. Insanity. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Chiefs win. They do their thing. They're playing tonight against the Broncos, so they'll they'll whoop them. They're they're cruising. Um, they I, I should mention the refs are just continuing to help them. Um, yeah. This is one of the most incredible just ref runs, I think, for a single team ever. <laughs> they are bailing them week in and week out, and it is they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Um, and I love the Chiefs. I love watching Mahomes play, but I hate I hate when the refs are doing that. Like the, the Chiefs player, like, ripping his helmet off, which is a penalty right then and there, and the ref saying, no, put your helmet back on or it's going to be a penalty. That doesn't happen for other teams. Why, why should it happen? For the Chiefs, um, I don't know. It's frustrating to watch as a fan because no one wants to see that. Even if you are the fan of the Chiefs, you don't want to see your team win like that. So, not shout out yeah. to refs. Ref shows continue. Yeah, and then uh, Dallas, San Francisco, a battle of two NFC juggernauts. Uh, that was just bad. barely better. I cannot. I'm gonna. We're gonna look back on the NFL preview when I pick the 49ers and miss the playoffs. They might go undefeated, Cam. Yeah, that, that was. We told you though that that was a bad. That uh, was like, well, I knew it was risky because I knew they were obviously one of the best teams going in. I was banking heavily on injuries, and you're banking heavily on the downfall of Brock Purdy, which I was I, not having. I was too. I that and injuries. Uh, well, guess what, McCaffrey, Kittle. <sighs> Um, Nick Bosa, some of those guys that have dealt with injuries in the past few years heavily, they're all thriving. They're all just alive and well. Um, Brock Purdy is becoming a top five quarterback in the NFL. Like he's not even a system quarterback anymore. He is just really good. Yeah. Um, obviously the system helps him like no shit when people are like, oh, well, he's in the best system in football. Yeah. But <laughs> look how Trey Lance did in that system. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy G did fine in that system, but Brock Purdy is doing way better than Jimmy G did in that system. He's just a good quarterback. Um, So, I think he's leading the league in passer rating. God, that team is, like I said, unless they lose to the Eagles, they might go undefeated. So, they're just, they're cooking. I think I I saw something like, uh, 
the commanders play in week 17 and the commanders kind of have a reputation for stopping juggernauts like that so if 49ers are 15 yeah. and they'll go into that game look out little old washington no um and then your game no not my game this this was the anti loop game i hated this game so he was much. so mad i was, was so very I, mad i i hate the raiders so much like this is the, literally the one game that i have to win take that back this game in the saints i would trade a win against the raiders and saints for two losses for against the bears i'll be honest i don't really care I, i've won enough against the bears in my lifetime i'll be fine giving up a game or two to win this one i their coach fat he's fat he's stupid he's a pea-brained mush-brained pleb that's sitting on the sideline. Their owner, ugly looking haircut. He's broke as shit. Um, they have one of the ugliest stadiums in all of football. They did my man Rich Bisaccia dirty a few years ago. They took my favorite receiver right out of my hands. And then they proceed he wanted to legally tackle that out there. my new favorite receiver, preventing him from scoring a touchdown that would have tied up the game at the end of regulation. Um, that cost us four points, that illegal tackle. Um, so, yeah, they're cheating, and, you know, their organization, it sucks. So what can you really say? It, Jordan Love was AIDS in this game. Um, there's no, there's literally no other way to put it. it he's still developing. Um, the jersey has not been bought. I know a few weeks ago I made the comment about how I might buy his jersey if he keeps doing good. Well, it hasn't been bought yet. Um yeah, I guess nothing to panic about yet. Uh, very, very frustrating game for me personally. It was bad. Yeah, but as Jordan I reminded Love. you, as I reminded you that night on Monday, don't worry too much. The Packers, you just described a dysfunctional organization with the Raiders. We talk about how... We seriously can't fathom what's going on in Chicago. Packers are a very functional organization. They're going to figure it out. They have lots of Hall of Famers come out of that organization and two in a row from the quarterback position. Um, and you just got to be a little patient with it. I mean, he's super young. Um, yeah, I know. Ball, his, his, the way he throws the ball... I still just can't get over it. It is so gorgeous. It like it zips through the air. Like I know if I was standing underneath the football as it was thrown, you could hear it go. <laughs> you could definitely hear it. I can just see it on TV. So you still have zip. Just give them some time. It's frustrating though. I'm not gonna say. I just complained about the Steelers for like four or five minutes too. I mean, I get it, um, but. Yeah, I, I, what's just to diverge here a little bit, maybe get you riled up a little bit. What's the hate with the Saints? Well, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> I just hate their fan base. Their fans are stupid. Gotcha. They're, they're whiny bitches. We'll put gotcha. it that way. I mean, um, I don't like them either. They won't start Jameis, but whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and you know, their coach is a domestic terrorist, so. Um, <laughs> God, such a frustrating loss. The Raiders. So bad. Yeah, it was tough to watch the end of that game. It was Just so bad. Just bad football. 
lots of really bad football that was played this weekend. Yeah. So. Jordan Love, the best way I can put it is he kind of reminded me of Dak Prescott. But maybe a little more pretty of throws. But decision-making and accuracy was Dak level. Um, yeah, that's it. That's We had four teams on a bye. Uh, the Chargers, who have everyone injured somehow again. Um, <laughs> the the Browns were on a bye. Who else? Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yep. Yeah. So, Buccaneers yeah. are in first. Yes, they are. Good for uh, them. Well, that's week five. five. We're already through five weeks. Yep, week six. <sighs> Coming up. Week six is the third of the way through mark once we're done with week six. Yeah. Wow. Already. Yeah. Well, at least with the regular season. So we still got about 75% of the season left when you think about it. Yeah. Well, I I hate, I hate to break it to you, Cam, but postseason probably won't matter for either of us. No, but I will. I sometimes have more fun watching it when my teams aren't in the postseason because I'm not stressing. Yeah, me too. I can just, I can like, oh shit, I just thought of Super Wild Card Weekend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there is nothing like Super Wild Card Weekend on the couch and your team's also not even playing and you just sit back and watch important playoff football two days in a row. Three days last year. It was, an, oh. Hmm. I'm finding that out this year with baseball that some of the games are a little bit more fun when your team's not in it because yeah. playoff baseball with your team in it, it is some of the most intense like stressing that you will ever do. I know you do it with North Carolina football all the time. Just imagine that, but like another level. Like if you yeah. were that super into that's what the entire game is like. So uh you want to get into fantasy corner here? Yes. Let's jump into it. Um I guess I'll go first again. Uh, my stardom is Cam Whitmore. And uh, this is, we're diving into some NBA here early. October 12th, 12 days before first tip-off even. And we're talking about the NBA here on the Show Me Show podcast. Cam Whitmore, Luke. I don't know if you remember this, um, but when we did like a NBA a little NBA draft recap, I don't know if you remember just me being in total shock that this guy just kept falling and falling and falling and falling Cam Whitmore. I'm like, there's no way this guy makes it out of the lottery. Or At first I was like, there's no way this guy makes it out of the top five or six. Makes it out of the top five or six. No way this guy falls out of the top ten. Falls out of the top ten. No way he leaves the lottery. Leaves the lottery. And I think he was 20, 21, or 22. I can't remember exactly which one he was. But Cam Whitmore, the stud out of Georgetown. Not Georgetown, sorry. Um, Villanova. Villanova, yeah. Um, he is like he this is this could be far fetched, but he could help save Houston, like JJ Watt style. I mean, he is awesome. He is so much fun to watch. I, I mean it he just looks fast on the court and he's just like doing some unreal, just like really, really mean style dunks in the games. And uh I think he might like I said, this could be far fetched, but I'm gonna stand on this. I think he might be Houston's savior uh, down there. Uh, he might save him. I think he might be better than I. 
personally, I do think he's better than all the guys that they've been drafting lately. Jalen Green? Yes, better than Jalen Green. Who they, they got somebody else recently, um, past Kate couple of years. Say it, what did what'd you say? He's on the Pistons. I said Cade Cunningham. No, yeah, not him. They have a couple. They're, they they kind of did what, like, the Kenny 76ers Martin did. They, you know, they kind of, like, they've kind of been doing the process, if you will, because uh, they've been so bad for so many years. But, oh, yeah. I, they may have gotten it. I think they got it this time. And Cam Whitmore, I think he's the answer. We, we'll probably move, like, probably be, like, four week, weeks into the season, and he'll probably be averaging, like, eight minutes a game and 2.3 points per game. But, um Wow. We'll see. Honestly, Houston may be a sleeper playoff team this year. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting – I love finding these underdog teams that suck but have a little bit of potential. That's my yeah. thing. Um, sometimes it works out like the D-backs going to the NLCS, and sometimes it works out like the Panthers. Um, <laughs> yeah. 0-5. I mean, they signed Dylan Brooks, uh, whatever, and Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That. I forgot about that. Um, and they have Jeff Green, apparently, who is somehow still playing. That's okay. NBA champion. He yeah, won a ring last with the, year. With the Nuggets. Um, they have Boban Marjanovic, which I'm a little – I can't believe he's still playing. Aaron Holiday. Feels like he's been in the league forever, even though he hasn't. Um, they have one other like, – Jabari Smith. Yes, him. He's good. I feel like they have one other young guy, though, with Jalen Green. Jay Sean Tate? No. That's about all I'm seeing. DJ Augustine is on the roster. <laughs> Interesting. He hasn't played in, what, since two years ago? Um, I mean, the roster's not good. I'll say that. but Yeah, it's it's really not. But, but Cam you know, Whitmore. That might be a team I root for this year. Cam Speaking Whitmore. of uh, NBA preseason... The Chet Holmgren Victor Wembanyama matchup the other day, oh my god! I actually watched a little bit of it on Stream East. Shout out, great streaming service. Um, pretty awesome. Uh, we missed out on Chet last year because I forget what injury he had, but Achilles, I think. Yeah, it might have been, but he is back and he is. He might be my sleeper, honestly, this this year going into the NBA season. Um, oh. Um, I just broke. But yeah, Victor Wembanyama. It's it's gonna be fun. So okay. Um, my sit on is Sergio Brown, Luke. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this story, but there's like a Bills. I think he plays in the secondary, or maybe he's a linebacker. Can't remember. Um, a couple of weeks ago, there was a report that came out that his mother had passed away in Mexico. I want to say. Or maybe it was the Dominican Republic. Can't remember. Not even worried about getting the facts straight. Um, but anyway, his mother died a few weeks ago. And uh, there was a report that the last person that had seen her or made contact her with her was Sergio Brown, who's a player for the Bills. Um, was. was a player for the Bills. He hasn't been for a while. And um, it turned out that... I think it was two days ago or yesterday. They're like, uh, we're taking you in, buddy, because you're our best lead, pretty much. That's what I've concluded. Uh, so I'm sitting him. He might be a murderer. OJ style. Shout out to the Bills. Um, so, yeah. And then my <laughs> I sleeper. I the Bills had uh, Matt Areza, too. So it's 
Yeah, give the Raiders that stigma, but maybe it belongs to the Bills. Well, Matt Eraser was ju- was cleared. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Shout out. He should be back. Trevor Bauer style. Yeah, for real. Um, so my sleeper, do you want to do this one together, it appears? Well, I have the same sleeper. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yes. Okay, our sleeper is the sun. Um, so, oh boy, last Saturday, um, great game. We were at um, LSU at Mizzou, um, obviously cheering for Mizzou here in Columbia. Great and game. Great game. It was an awesome game. Uh, you know, they fought the Tigers fought hard, Mizzou, that is. So did LSU. Um, Jaden Daniels, in my eyes, a clear, should be flown to New York by the end of the year, if you ask me. Um, Thank you. But he's awesome. We – okay, cut us some slack. It's October. Uh, it, it was early in the morning. You just don't think of shit like this, but we forgot about the sun. And yeah. – uh, the noon sun at that. Yeah, and uh, we kind of paid the price. Uh, we didn't really realize it in the moment or even until we were walking out of the stadium. You know, we started looking at each other and we're like, holy moly, everybody's faces just, you know, paint the town red, if you will. I mean, and Luke was, was very, very red as well. And uh, yeah, well, here's the thing. my I could start feeling it like around the, uh, the third early fourth quarter i could start feeling it right here on my neck where it was starting to get sore but there it was at the point where there was just nothing we could do because we were inside the stadium there was no sunscreen available like i want to watch the game so i'm not going to go and find shade um so you just had to sit there and just endure it um but yeah it was it was mean because we woke up in the morning it was like 45 degrees outside and uh so you know we're we're, we're bundled up we're bundled up in our pants and our long sleeve shirts, and then here, here comes the sun. Do 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 do. Um, well, you know, Beatles style there, but it, that's literally what happened. It, it just started peeking over that the edge of the stadium, right on our left side. So it was just the left side of your face that got burnt. Um, I don't know if you can, but I, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. My yeah. nose was peeling really bad too. Uh, Luke kind of had the whole face going on a little bit. Um, yeah, it. I mean, I had a little bit up here on my forehead. I had really bad under my cheek. That peeled a little bit too. But my nose got seared. Yeah, it was like I just put my nose like right on the stove. That's kind of what it looked like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and you know what, Luke? After we were we were walking out, we were talking about this. You know, if we were six to zero, that would justify getting cancer for for a six and zero start, a, a win against LSU. You know, you'd be okay if you got cancer for that. But five and one, and the loss at home, it's not worth getting cancer. So uh, that's just how it is, and that's just how the, the cookie crumbles sometimes. So um, that's that was the big takeaway from that. <laughs> yeah, very much a sleeper. Um, because we got, we slept on the sun. We slept on the sun. It, I mean, it never got above like 55 degrees the whole day, but that's not true. That's not true. That's fake. What Luke just said. No, it was pretty cold the whole day though. Maybe 60 at most. I felt it was at the time the game ended, it was like 63 in Columbia. So I was Um, sweating by the end of the game. I had to take off. All my extra layers, pretty much, except my sweats. 
But I didn't need them. I was I was warm. <laughs> didn't need them. I was snug as a bug under a rug. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, my stardom is hockey. The NHL is back. Uh, it started on Tuesday. And even though I've been saying this the last two to three years, this I think this is the year I get into the NHL. I, I say it. I, I swear to God, this is at least the third, maybe fourth year in a row that I've said that. Um, I I think it is. I just it's something about this year. Um, the Blackhawks are. I mean, they're promoting the hell out of them, but they should be um, with Bedard. Um, Blues play first game tonight. I got my blue shirt on. I feel like it's the least I can do, considering I'm probably not going to watch the game. Um, I'll be. <laughs> It is the, I'm going to get into NHL, but you know what? We have playoff now games. I'm watching the game, but getting back into the NHL. like that. I like the start. You don't have to watch every game. I, me getting into the, the first NHL game, I feel like of following along with the season and watching on occasion. Um, And you know what? The NHL is on pause until baseball's over. That's just how it's going to work. Um, you know, I'll be rooting from the, for the Blues from afar, but uh, – they're just not going to get the TV time until baseball's over. Um, that's how it's going to work. But, yeah, stardom is hockey. Uh, you want to do a quick hockey preview here? Can you can you name eight hockey teams, Cam? I can. Uh, okay. I believe you, you said it. You know, okay. name them, but, um, I, uh, who, who's going to be my Stanley Cup? Who won last year? The Knights. Oh, yeah, that's right. Vegas. Vegas, Vegas baby. It wasn't really that long ago when we did that show, actually. I think it was like no. episode like 67 or something like that's that. That's because we had we, we like committed to watching an NHL finals game, but we had that blowout clause, and you were like rooting for it so you could turn Oh, but off. you know what? I watched the whole thing because <laughs> I was so thankful for what they did, and I continued to watch it. <laughs> How about that? Um, you know what? I think out of the East this year, I know the Lightning are always good. The Bruins are good. I'm taking Frank's Devils. <laughs> well, okay. The fact that it's Frank's team is simply. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, they were good last year. They won a playoff series. They got I, that one uh, Hughes guy. I think it's. I think Jack's his name. He's good. I'll go with a. Avalanche Lightning Finals. I'm assuming okay. both teams are still good. The Avalanche, yeah. Well, the Lightning are still very good. They're just good every year. I feel like. I think they made it to the finals. I think that's who Vegas beat. No, I thought they beat the Panthers. Panthers, Panthers. yeah, that's right. The Peas. Yeah. Um. I. You know what? <clears throat> I kind of want to go Seattle. Just to be a crackhead all year. <laughs> I respect that. But the, something about the flames is just popping up. Now you would smoke and crack, yeah. That's, all right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll go I'll go the Kraken over the Flames in the Western Conference Finals. And uh I'll go I'll go Devils over Panthers in the Eastern Conference. And then give me give me the Devils over the Kraken. Frank in the championship. Okay. All right. There you go. Hockey preview. Yep. Hockey preview. There we go. We don't even have to do a show on, on it. 
Cam, you look more red than me. I don't know if it's just the light. Well, I also maybe just gave blood. No. Maybe? You maybe gave blood? I know I did. They took it. They took it. So, uh, sit him. We have Cam's heart because it's going to be working hard the rest of the day. (sighs) I'm drinking fluids like a mug, though. Uh, All day long. Yeah, but uh, sit him is just my brain and my body. Um, I'm just cooked. This is also real. This is so real. I w- I've been saying all week, I went into this week at about 20%. And whenever you go in at such a low percent, it's just so hard to get it back. I think right now I'm maybe sitting at 40% tops. That's I haven't crossed the 50% threshold all week. I've been napping like a mug all week. Um, I think I've taken a nap every day. Yesterday I slept for an hour. And it just doesn't it just doesn't work. I've been getting eight hours of sleep. I've been doing whatever I can. My we we went to uh I was in Columbia over this past weekend for the game and for a tour of the, the college. We went to a field on Friday night and we just ran routes and played football for an hour and a half, and that took it out of me. It destroyed me. Um and I haven't been able to recover since. So Yeah. And uh, I like I said, when I was doing the rundown today, I just couldn't think of anything. And that's how it's been with my schoolwork all week. It's just been, hopefully you can get through it and get a good enough grade because I'm just, I'm off my game this week. I'm off. Yeah. I've I've never seen somebody fall as many times from non-contact on a, on a field as you. And granted, I'll give you this. You were just in tennis shoes. Um and that's tough on turf, especially when you're cutting and stuff. But this man was just falling left and right. I mean, even when nobody was there to touch him, he was falling. Uh, it was it was tough, and I was I'm just glad that you didn't get seriously hurt. Yeah, I definitely should have. I I should have either torn ACL or dislocated my shoulder. Or something. Yeah, something like that was coming. I think we stopped at the right time though. Yeah, that's um, true. Man. All right. My other sit is just the MLB playoff format. Um, A lot of people have been talking about it recently because the teams with the bye get so much time off and they keep losing. The last two years, the the teams with the bye don't have a very good record. And this year, already three of them lost, or excuse me, two of them lost, and the Braves are having an elimination game tonight. Um, So it's just, uh, you know, kind of kind of one of those things that people argue about but i'm more of a set the seeds up differently because in the american league the baltimore orioles won 103 games and the astros won 90 so they were 13 games ahead of them but their playoff matchup was between the team with the second best record in the al and the third best record in the al and the astros had the five and six so that like how is that fair because um the twins were the three seed but they technically had the worst record because they won the division, that's why they got the three seed. And then the Blue Jays were the last wild card, so they were fifth. The winner of that series would go to play the Astros. We need some type of reseeding here to make it fair for the ones, because the one seed should have to play the easiest route to get to the World Series, right? That makes sense. I didn't know that. That's awful. Yeah, that's it's it's terrible. I mean, obviously, I didn't two, know that, but yeah, the Blue Jays won ninety, or excuse me, the Blue Jays won eighty-nine games. Twins won eighty-four. Winner of that goes to play the Astros, while the Rangers won ninety and the Rays won ninety-nine. 
winner of that plays the Orioles. That doesn't make any sense. That means that it's better to be the two seed than the one seed. And it just, you know, if you're going to do this, this wild card round and stuff, make it like the NFL where you reseed. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, that's wild. Me, I think we actually, if we would have done that, still would have had the same playoff matchups, um, seeding wise. <laughs> but, 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 but it's twenty twenty. You just but. seeded by record, then you'd have the Rays playing. You know the Twins. It would have been completely. Just make it by record. Just make it make sense. The MLB playoff. It doesn't make sense right now. Um, but shout out the D-backs going to the NLCS. Um, I feel a personal connection to them a little bit. But if they end up playing the Phillies, it's hard to root against the Phillies, man. I'm doing it with the the Braves right now just because that's my pick. But the Phillies are so fun. Like, they literally might single-handedly save baseball. Um, because, obviously, ratings are up this year for baseball. They are fun. If you watch the Phillies, it's hard to not, it's hard to hate baseball if you're watching the Phillies. I'll just put it that way. They're so fun. Um, they had that stuff with Bryce Harper. They were taunting him in the Braves locker room, and then he comes out the next day and hits two homers. Um, and obviously tonight, Braves have Spencer Strider going, which is their ace. But last night, I don't know if you saw this, but Phillies fans were chanting, we want Strider. Um, and I'll give you a little bit of context on this, Cam. I know you probably don't care, but Strider, before the postseason, they were asking him about playoff crowds, and he said that he prefers pitching in front of no crowds. He said during the 2020 season, it was actually nice because you didn't have to worry about any of those crowds. You can't say that and then go into Philly in an elimination game. They're going to tear you up. Uh, so it's going to Strider has a chance to be in one of the hardest edits of all time. Like the, the we want Strider. And then he goes out seven shutout innings, but the Philly fans also have a chance to be in one of the hardest edits. So it's going to be a battle tonight. Yeah. They um, both come to play. So yeah, that's, it's the series of the year in my opinion. That's the baseball update. Um, all right. Sleeper. Yeah. My sleeper is the sun. We talked about that already. So, all right. Picks. Yep, get into picks here. I think we're six. trying to get a little shorter show yeah. this week because we've been going so long the last few weeks. Um, it's my week, right? Even yeah, week? and I don't know what our – hold on, let me do the math. So, eight and six last week. That puts that's us not, at – That's not good. <clears> sorry sorry about my voice there. Um, 43 and 35 right now. So, we're up eight. But that's not very good if you ask me. So 43 and uh, 35, uh, that's our current record. Yeah, we need to we need to get like a, a 10-win week. We suck, so this yeah. Week, we kind of suck right now. We got 15 games this week. Uh, Cam, me and you are on a bye. The Packers and the Steelers are the I only I see that. Thank God. Thank God. Um, so we get, we get the week off. Um, I'll probably actually do something this Sunday. I think I'm... I'm going to go out a little bit. I'm going to get off the couch, um, get away from football for a Sunday. This is this is the one I choose. The games, are they kind of suck, let's be honest. But let's talk about them. Denver at Kansas City. Uh, wow. This is this is easily the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, it's the Chiefs. I mean, uh, Mahomes, uh, this is a crazy stat. I still can't believe it. He still hasn't lost to them. No, he's, he owns them. He, he hasn't lost to Denver. 
That is insane. So he, yeah. and he's not going to tonight either. Baltimore at Tennessee and Tottenham. Tottenham. Oh, in Tottenham. Tottenham. Oh my God. I feel like you have to pick the over for this one, but Ravens Titans is such a lunder oh, game. That is. Oh God, yeah. Um, and it's gross. Let's see. Uh, Baltimore yeah. lost last week. Tennessee also lost. Oh shit. Give me, give me the tits. Yeah, I was just about to say, you always fade Tennessee. They haven't won <laughs> two straight yet, but you can always count on them the next week to bounce back. Yep. So far, this would be huge for the pattern. I, uh, I can't remember the last time that these teams went to London, or even overseas for that matter. So, yeah, give me, give me Vrabel. Um, Washington at Atlanta. Ron is kind of dead, but I kind of want to go with him. This is if the Commanders lose this game, they're 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 on the ropes. So I think they yeah. have to win this game. This is kind of a must-win. The Falcons might screw around a little bit. Um, also, Ritter had a really good game last week. I don't see that happening two weeks in a row. He did. So. You got to give it to him. He did have a good game. Yeah, give me Washington, Minnesota at Chicago. Oh my God! Theoretically, you should pick the Vikings, but Bears Is game day going to this game. <laughs> uh, give me the Bears. Their offense has looked really good the last two weeks. Okay. The Vikings defense is bad. So, uh, and it's in it's in Chicago. So we'll see how that works. Not that that means shit, but no. yeah, just means a bad field. Probably another Viking will get hurt. Seattle at Cincinnati. This is a good game, if you ask me. Yeah, this is a good game. Off the Uh, bye, two weeks to prep for Seattle. Cincinnati finally looking good. (sighs) Jamar Chase is so good. I I think I'm going to have to choose Seattle. They've been been cooking all year. Uh, I'm not going to let a win against the Cardinals fool me from what I've seen from the Bengals all year. Give me Seattle. Uh, the Niners at the Browns. Deshaun Watson is out. Is he still out? Uh, I think that's what I heard. Um, so yeah, this is. Oh this yeah, is that's the why they're they're starting. Who? PJ Walker. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's oh it. Just god. the Niners. They're just they've been good. You can't you can't pick against the Niners, no matter who it is at this point. Um, Carolina at Miami. Dolphins. Okay. I thought there was a hesitation in your voice for a second. Uh, there was, but I, <laughs> rationality took over me. Um, we should have looked at their schedule before we made all those. No, it's better to not look at the no, schedule. No, it's not. Uh, Detroit at Tampa Bay. This this is kind of actually a good game. Um, but I'm, I'm taking Detroit. They've looked really good. They haven't been wavering, really. Um, but I think it'll be a good game. Colts at Jacksonville. This is Jacksonville without a doubt. This is a Minshew revenge game, though. One thing to think about. The Colts never win in Jacksonville. It's like a yearly tradition for them to go into Jacksonville and lose. Remember that one game when Jacksonville There's a lot of weird traditions in the the AFC Jacksonville went 1-15. The one win was against the Colts in Jacksonville. They just... They, they always beat them there, no matter what. Remember that year when they all they had to do was beat a lowly Jags team to make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. 
Carson Wentz, yeah. Yep, this is this is the easiest pick ever, Jacksonville. Um, New Orleans at Houston. Ooh. Give me Houston. That is disgusting, but it's gonna. I like those jerseys on TV for some reason. I feel like yeah. these two teams play each other all the time. They do. Give me, give me Houston though. Oh boy, my computer's That's about to die. That's a big game for the Saints. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, New England at Las Vegas. This is the shit bowl. Um, two of the most wow. disgusting teams all year. And you know what? It's hard to pick the Patriots <sighs> just because what I've seen the last two weeks and really all year. But I made a vow at the beginning of the year I wouldn't pick the Raiders in any game. So I have I to don't know Patriots. if that's a good idea, though. You have two vetoes, buddy. You can use okay. them. I'm going to circle back. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Arizona at the Rams. Give me the Rams. Philly at the Jets. Um, I think this is the game of the week. So it'll be like nationally televised. Um, but I, you have to go with Philly here. Yeah. They haven't lost. You can't pick against them. Exactly. Um, the Giants at Buffalo on Sunday night football. This is just going to be sad. Um, <laughs> Buffalo, obviously. Daniel Jones in prime time. Oh, boy. Um, and then. Finishing up, Dallas at the Chargers on Monday Night Football. This could be um, cool. Yeah, it'll be a fun game. Give me, the, give me, give me the Cowboys though. All right. They need that game. So do yeah, the Chargers. Do. That's um, why I think this is a Mike McCarthy game. This, yeah, could be a watermelon game. <laughs> There's been rumors that this could be a watermelon game because they need it that bad. Um. So yeah, I. The only game I I really agree with you across the board except Las Vegas. I we might we could update that later on though, if you change your mind. I I think okay, right now I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it right now. Veto it? Yeah, I'm going to use one veto there. And I know okay. it's it sounds almost like really really stupid to veto against Bill Belichick but they're in a hole man I don't even know if he can right the ship right now Mm -mm. so all right well that's the show um thank you guys for tuning in a little shorter today so maybe you can catch up and uh we'll see you next week